Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you again, and uh, welcome again, everybody. We're glad to have you here, and as I said before, and have said before other days, get into your Ace Hardware store and let them know that you appreciate their sponsoring. There are 30 of them around the North Texas area. If it's a North Texas Ace Hardware dealer, then they sponsor, and they join together to, to buy other advertising packages as well. I'm just one of the many things. You hear them on sporting events and elsewhere, and... and uh, so I'm in there duking it out with some big boys, and I sell my own stuff. I don't have any agent out there doing it for me, so you would really be helping me if you did that at all, and my wife and our family. So we would be very grateful if you would just say, hey, listen to Neil, and I hear your ads, and thank you. That's all it takes. It's a painless thing, relatively painless. I don't know of anybody who's ever been arrested or uh, or punched or anything else for doing that. So I think you're safe. Uh, phone number, if you'd like to call, I'd love to hear from you. It's a garden program if you just joined me. I began on this frequency when this was another uh, station, another another part of uh, uh, communications, in 1978, in January of 1978. And that station sold off the frequency and went out of the AM radio business. And KLIF picked it up years ago, and I was invited back four years ago at the 570 spot on the dial. Uh, but uh, so this is, what, 45 years now, something like that, uh, that I've been broadcasting. In the meanwhile, I've been on a couple of other stations currently on WBAP. Uh, one station I stayed at for 30 years. I've been on WBAP for 11 years now. And so I tend not to move around a whole lot. Uh, the uh, WBAP time is 8 until 10 tomorrow morning. I'm allowed to talk about that because they're sister stations right here. And... Uh, We'd love to have you join us there as well. Phone number here this afternoon for the next uh, hour, I'm here until 3, is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. The man who produces my program for me runs the boards, the uh, very sophisticated electronic boards, uh, answers the phones. He is like the guy who is juggling all seven plates at the same time, is Mike Bass. Mike is wonderful, and I specifically uh, hire him because I want him. He's he's fabulous to work with, and so that's Mike Bass. And, uh, Mike, you forgot to call your mom to tell her to listen while I said that. <laughs> so you can, uh, you can tell her to listen to the podcast. That'll do it. Uh, we have two open lines. If you'd like to call one last time before we uh, go to a call, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Gene is in Dallas. Gene, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Afternoon, Neil. So glad you're still on the radio. I am, too. I love it. I have a patch of yard with too much shade. You heard the story. Would tried to grow San Augustine four times and it wouldn't work, so I finally went to ground cover. I thought it was liriope, but listening to you, I found out it's mondo grass because it has a small white flowers in the late summer. Mm-hmm. Instead, of, I have a couple of sprigs of purple from another source that is liriope, you say. Liriope will have uh, flowers that extend, the, the spikes extend up. Uh, even with the the ends of the leaves or slightly above, and with mondo grass, its little feeble flower spikes are kind of malformed and they're creamy white and they're down in the in the foliage. Okay, that's what I've got. Three neighbors think they have mondo grass too. Two of us have the white flowers, and two of us have no flowers at all, and we're trying to figure that out. One of the one with no flowers complains that she has mosquitoes in that. I've never heard that before. Um, I have probably half an acre or more of mondo grass in our in our landscape, all propagated from the same original uh, 2,800 plants that I bought huh. many years ago and, and just used that as my, my stalk. Um, I don't recall seeing any flowers at all for many years, um, but... Okay. It it can it can bloom under certain circumstances, but the way I described it, the way you described it, uh, it's mondo grass. If it blooms that way, if it doesn't bloom at all, that 
doesn't necessarily mean it is Mondo grass, but it, it certainly doesn't rule it out. Um, in terms of, see, what was the other thing you said? Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, thank you. Um, I don't think they're necessary. They are looking for a cool, moist place in, a, in the shade to be harbored. If that Mondo grass were taken out and bark mulch was put in there in the shade and the soil was moist, they'd be about as likely to be there, I think, or behind shrubs. Um, I, I see them in some parts of my landscape. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll even take that back. We, we uh, go over to pick up our grandson at our daughter's house. She's on our property and about 100 yards to the west, and she has absolutely no mondo grass and very little landscaping. She just has the floor of the pecan forest, and the mosquitoes there are horrific, horrific. Wow. Uh, we we open the door to get out and we have five mosquitoes in our car, and um, and and there's no landscape at all. So it, it's just a it's a situational thing. Uh, at our house with mondo grass around, we don't have nearly the population. It's just uh, don't blame it on the mondo grass. Okay, well if it does not bloom, what could that be? Mondo, grass. mondo grass. Like I said, I have half an acre and I haven't seen a flower on any of mine and. Probably 10 or 15 years. Okay. I have seen it bloom, but not very often. Okay. Mine's pretty dependable, and one other navel is dependable. But two, it just doesn't happen, and we don't know why. Well, it, it's not an issue. Let me let me say it again. Um, the, the flower spikes on Mondo grass, on Ophiopogon japonicus, to be very specific so that there can be no question of my answer, the flower spikes are mangled and short. They're way down in the foliage. Yeah. They are not showy at all. It doesn't okay. matter. They're kind of like the, the flowers on. So you, you want a flowering shrub, and I tell you, go plant a holly. You say, well, the flowers are nothing. I don't want those. I say, well, but it's a flowering shrub. And, and that's the way mondo grass is. It's just it, 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 you don't grow it for that at all. I, I don't care that mine. I've never even thought about it till you brought it up. The fact that it doesn't bloom, I hadn't even thought about the fact that it hasn't had any blooms. I don't care. We don't care either. We're just curious. Yeah. But no, I, I didn't mean to attack you. It did sound kind of that way, didn't so it? Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. I didn't mean to come down quite so hard. I, I'm, I'm uh, done the same thing that you did in shady areas. Yeah, and you know what? I planted four times too, so I, I wasn't any farther ahead of you. Sometimes we're just, or at least I was just kind of hard-headed. I'm going to get that to grow. And then I finally realized I am swimming upstream. You're doing the right thing. And I, I think you'll like it a lot. It's probably going to satisfy you more than the liriope. It would have been too tall, probably. Thanks for oh. calling, and, and I'm glad we're still friends. All right, Lisa in Fort Worth, you'll be coming up next. Let me get a, a quick ad here for the tree people, Arborological Services. That's, you know, first time I said that word all those years ago, 25 28 years ago, I had trouble too. Arborological. It's just not a word that your tongue is, is comes out of the, the womb wanting to say. Arborological services. They are the experts your trees deserve. Serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. You do that math. This is 2021. You can do that. That's 40 years ago, and you add one because you had, they were there in 81, they're there in 21. That's 41 years that they've been doing this magic with shade trees. I have referred people to them all of the time that I've been doing ads for them, and I have never had anybody come back to me with anything less than hugely glowing remarks. My goodness, those people were great. That kind of remark. And uh, I think you'll have the same uh, feeling when you, when you have them at your home. They are wonderful. The work that they do for trees is skillfully done by trained experts, college-degreed experts in many cases lead, in fact, in all their cases, are the foremen of their crews. These are college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, foresters. Three of their people have been named State Forester, uh, uh, Arborist of the Year, Steve Hauser, Russell Peters, and Kevin Bassett. Russell Peters has a master's degree in oak wilt. So there's an example. These are, these are brilliant tree people. These are the only people who will ever touch my trees at our house. 
and I would suggest that to you as well. Let me give you a phone number so you can get started in having them work on your trees, and uh, that is 866-552-7267. And lest you think that you're calling somewhere in uh, Delaware or New Jersey or something with that toll-free number, they're right here in the Metroplex. They just wanted to make it easier for you with all the local area codes. It's arborological.com. Arborological Services Inc. on Facebook and Twitter at The Tree Experts. Arborological Services 866 552 7267. I'm Bill Jablonowski from Jabo's Ace Hardware in Keller, Capel, and Fort Worth. We're your source for those great home improvement and lawn and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Bill, very, very much. We go to Lisa in Fort Worth. Lisa, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting. Hi, Neil. Thank you so much for taking my call, and I apologize for my voice. Oh, Allergies that's okay. are just doing a number on me this week. I, I've heard several people with the same issue. I understand. My husband's like, go get your vocal cords checked. I said, mm-hmm. I've been like this for 40 years. <laughs> Why? He just got through clearing the grass and weeds out for a very large raised bed, and I think I called you last week. May have asked you the same question. This sucks getting old. I can't remember what you said, but anyway, we're going to kind of build it up, and it's kind of a two-part question. I bought a really pretty fig, I think, I didn't have my glasses on, called a brown turkey mm-hmm. fig, and I don't know a thing about figs. And then um, we have not put any organic matter or anything in it yet. I just wanted to know exactly what I should do. How tall should I build up the side? And we have some outdoor cats, and I don't want them using it for a litter box. (laughs) And should I, like, put shade cloth all around it? And that's a lot of questions. I know I'm Well, I can... Yeah, I think I can consolidate some of it on the on the uh, the garden for your for your garden. You want to um, you're going to have to put some kind of barrier in. And what I have used in the past with cats is uh, the the landscape fabric, the weed blocking fabric. They don't like to scratch and 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 encounter that. And it also is a good weed block fabric. So you put that between the rows. And then you just have that little narrow area of the uh, uh, of the of the exposed soil, and they probably won't find that. I don't know. That that's worth a try. It has worked for me anyway. Uh, so Can you I get build the, it up the side, like you, put a trellis or something, and then wrap it over there. No, no, no. I'm talking about a roll type of mulch that you roll yes, out and and you you lay it down on the ground. You leave uh, 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 maybe a two inch wide. Uh, uh, slit, and that's where you'll do your planting, and um, uh, that's the only bare ground to which they would have any exposure and uh, any access. The rest of it is uh, it is this uh, weed blocking fabric, and they won't be able to move it to get down into the soil. Okay. And yeah, look up, look up weed block. Look up the brand name weed block. I'm not necessarily saying that's the one you need to get. There aren't a lot of brands out there, and that's the most common one anyway. But uh, look that up, and and when you see what it looks like and and how it works, you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about. Okay, great. Right. And that and that fig should I? It's in a pot right now because I've only had it for a couple of weeks. Is it okay to go ahead and transplant it? I was going to put it in the middle for a little shade in the future. Um, it would be all right to plant it now. The only thing is you need to be prepared to do one of two things uh, should a really bad cold spell come through. Figs were really hurt by the cold this past winter. They froze to the ground. And oh, if we get a really bad cold spell, people are talking about record cold, then you need to do one of two things. Either cover it completely with leaves, absolutely cover the whole plant, and then put burlap over the top of it so the leaves stay right in place like a mulch. Or you need to, you, I guess if it, I don't know how large it is, but if you could put a large basket over it upside down with leaves in it. Or the other That's thing is to dig feet. it, 
the other thing is to dig it back up again, put it in its pot, and set it in the garage if it gets that cold. Fall planting is always the better time to plant things, except for plants that are known to be winter tender in our area, which it is. And that's that's the risk that you take. If if you can overwinter it somewhere safely and not forget and to water it, and not let it dry out, then then you could plant it uh, first thing in the spring. If you put it in a greenhouse, you need to let it go dormant before you put it in there, and you'd want to move it in and out so it doesn't so it doesn't try to keep growing all winter long. It, oh, needs, that, okay. it needs that dormant period. Oh, I understand. Well, yeah. thank you very much, and love your book. Well, good deal. Thank you, and you're welcome. Good deal. Have a great day. Thank you. All right, let's see. Let's. Uh, I need to take a break. I, I, I missed a, a cue to myself there earlier and got myself off track just a little bit. Rick and Plano, you're coming up next. We have two open lines. If you'd like to call, the number is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book. And, uh, folks, it is, uh, I have put a special together for Christmas each of the last couple of years, and it has been the biggest uh, offer that we have had. It has done monumentally well, and I've made it even better this year. Here's how I've done that. I've, I'm giving you the very best price, the biggest price cut we've ever offered on the book, and uh, that is what would will be, if you only buy one book, you pay regular price of thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage. But if you buy a second or a second and third book, those books cost you only $31 each. That's a deal for you. And by shipping them together, you'll save on the postage, and uh, you'll save almost $6 per book just on what we charge for them. So first one at $36.95, second and third one at $31 each. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, not in stores and not on Amazon. It covers everything about outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. 11 chapters. Uh, Chapter 2 is the one I want to single out because it's that 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. It's 840 of my best photographs, 344 pages, the perfect gift that will be used and remembered for years. Now, the ways that you can get it, since it's not in stores and not on Amazon, you can call my office Monday through Friday, although uh, the uh, lady who is normally in my office and answering the phones is uh, is helping somebody at the hospital a lot and so she's in and out the better and and that number is 800-752-GROW 800-752-4769 the better way is to order it directly online if you can and that is at uh, neilsperry.com neil sperry's lone star gardening at n-e-i-l S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. I sign every copy as it sells. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. Lens Landscape Lighting not only adds beauty to your home, it's also a demonstrated security enhancement. When it comes to your greatest investment, safety and security never look so good. And Lens Landscape Lighting also makes the curb appeal of your home shine even brighter after dark. Expertly installed outdoor lighting by Lentz ensures the beauty of your home never takes a night off. For more info, go to LentzLighting.com. That's L-E-N-T-Z Lighting.com. Lentz Landscape Lighting is beautiful, I can tell you from our own first-hand experience. Let me tell you about Whiskey Stone, and, and let me tell you about the experience that I had the first time I went there. I have always loved uh, stone yards. Really good stone yards are hard to find. I've driven in many of them where the uh, Johnson grass is taller than I am. And I thought, well, I'll go see him. I had met Mike Wisnan as he brought stone in to uh, help the exhibitors at my old All Texas All Garden show back when I did that show at the Arlington Convention Center. I thought, I'm going to go see what Mike has. Well, let me tell you. 22 acres of stones, what he has, and there isn't a Johnson grass. It is all stone and all beautiful, and 
it's just such a neat treat to go there because Whiskey Stone has, uh, they're, they're wonderful people. They are eager about helping you. They will greet you. They will assign somebody to help you find the right stone for your job. Whether you're doing a patio or a walkway, a driveway, whether you're doing a retaining wall or just decorative rock or gravel, whether you're doing some kind of a fountain, Whatever it is, they have the stone for that job. And they also have contact with the best landscape contractors, the people who can make that miracle happen for you if you don't know how to do it yourself. Whiskey Stone, leaders in the nursery and landscape contracting industry. They're in southeast Fort Worth at 4501 East Loop 820 South. 4501 East Loop 820 South. Whiz-Q dot com eight one seven four two nine zero eight twenty two eight one seven four two nine zero eight twenty two and uh, open monday through saturday great day to go right now whiskey stone let them know that you heard about them here on klif whiz q stone I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Mike, very much. And writing down one of the topics here that has called in. Let's go back to the phones. We'll go to Rick in Plano. Rick, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Thanks. Yes, sir. My question is, I have two plum trees in my backyard. One's a Nestle, one's a Santa Rosa, and they've been, I take pretty good care of them, pruning um, and everything. And last year I got, I don't know, a couple hundred pounds, I guess, plums off between the two of them. Oh, wow. And uh, this year uh, <clears throat> they look good. They didn't appear to have any freeze damage. They, they made it through the um, winter. Uh, I, I did a little pruning uh, after the freeze was over just because it, it needed it. And come come early March, uh, the trees started budding out. They, they budded out well. I sprayed uh, for the curculio, uh, the worm. Good. And uh, little, all, they, started, they set a whole bunch of little fruits, and they all fell off. And I didn't get a single plum off of either tree is that the freeze or i think so no i think that was probably the freeze um there were a lot of odd uh, impacts of the freeze and uh i i couldn't promise you that it was but it it, it most Mm -hmm. likely was um and and one thing the true the trees seem to send out a lot uh, i used to call them water shoots long branches that a supple green that just shoots straight up is that uh, and the foliage was very thick this year that I've never seen before. So, well, uh, I would not wait that long to prune them. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would try to do my pruning in in late December or January uh, because yeah. you know that they're completely dormant at that point. Um, the uh, the the trees were geared up and ready to bloom when that cold hit it, it had been warm mm-hmm. enough and they were ready and the cold just did bizarre stuff that's why the arizona ash trees around were hurt so badly and even live oaks were hurt so badly because they were just getting ready to move on to the next phase of springtime and uh, and plums are one of the earliest well they are the earliest fruit tree to bloom mm-hmm. And and they were ready, and so I'm amazed that they bloomed at all. I had on my Mexican plum, which normally blooms in late February and the first few days of March, it will start sometime in that time period. It was two weeks late, and it was sparse of bloom this year. And uh, so I, all my, of this is normal. My neighbor I, had a Mexican plum, and it and it kind of did the same thing. It blossomed yeah. out, and it bore no fruit so yeah well and they they don't bear fruit every year all of all of what we're describing all of what you described is normal for 2021 whatever normal is in this bizarre year <laughs> i wouldn't worry about it's it normal. at all i will t- yeah i will tell you that santa rosa is not a recommended variety in our area methley oh, absolutely really? is yeah methley is if well, methley I, does I, well I, for you it if methley does well for you it's because it's a methley not because there's a santa rosa nearby not not to debate, but I I I wrote 
Santa Rosa down because I heard it on your show when Dr. Keechan was talking about trees. And this is like eight years ago, maybe. But anyway. Yeah. When, I've, when I've listened question? to George Ray for all that time, and, and Santa Rosa has not. Now, really? I, I won't, I won't okay. get into it. Yeah. Now, it may be that somebody asked about it and he talked about it, but he that's not a recommended variety. One quick question. Would today be a good day to uh, put down my perennial ryegrass to overseed my yard? Oh, it'd be a great day. It'd be a All great right. day. We, we do not have heavy rain expected. I haven't looked at the forecast in the last few hours, but uh, so so you can water it in. Uh, the the timing is perfect. The uh, temperatures are cooler than they were two weeks ago. You were able to find perennial rye. Yes. Yeah, because I was told by a couple of uh, wholesalers it was going to be in short supply. I, so that's good news. I, I could give I could give your person the name off the air or tell you where. It no, is. it's it's fine. I'm just okay. I'm glad to hear that. That's good news. Mm-hmm. So this will be a good day. All right. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Rick. Good deal. Appreciate it. Good luck with the the plums. All right. Let me uh, tell you right now about uh, Wild Birds Unlimited. I enjoy doing ads for Wild Birds Unlimited. I enjoy going into the stores. I enjoy sharing this message because I know how much joy uh, nature brings to 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 people sitting in their homes when it's cold outside and and you realize that you're doing something special for nature when you feed the birds the migrant birds who come in it's just so cool to be able to identify we're going to have pastor tommy brummett on in a few minutes he's actually going to be talking about butterflies today but as you get ready for the uh, uh, for the the winter time ahead uh, get yourself a really good bird identification book for Texas or for uh, northeast Texas, north central Texas, and start marking off the birds that you identify that have come to your feeders. It doesn't get any more fun than that. And see how many you can find and, and mark the date that they came and the last day that you saw them and uh, compare that to next year. Boy, last year we had birds that migrated uh, into the north Texas area from uh, from almost to the Arctic Circle in northwest Canada. It's just amazing. Wild Birds Unlimited will help you with that. And uh, we had, uh, our grandson and I found a, or saw and, and photographed a red-headed woodpecker in Collin County at our feeder. Sent it to Birdie, uh, one of the uh, wild bird specialists at uh, the McKinney store, and she said, Neil, that is a very rare sighting, and she sent it on to the others, and it started quite a Twitter, shall we say. So you'll find that it's just a whole lot of fun, and they have all the supplies, all the great feeders. They have hummingbird feeders that are just the best there are anywhere at Wild Birds Unlimited. Three of their stores joined together to sponsor my broadcasts. The uh, I'll start with the McKinney store at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. And if you're coming from anywhere south of McKinney, you'll just take Harden Road, exit off uh, off Rayburn uh, Tollway, and, and come north past the McKinney Football Stadium and another half mile, and there you'll be. Wild Birds Unlimited at uh, 3001 South Harden. In Dallas, at East Dallas, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams. That's Ron's store. They've been there the longest, I think, of any of these stores, probably. And then in uh, Park City's uh, Dallas, uh, at 5715 West Lover's Lane, David's store, next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center. That's just west of the tollway. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together. When you wake up... When you work, reopening our economy, when you drive home, this escalation of violence, what's happening right now, all day, update your day at the top and bottom of each hour, keep myself as updated as possible, on Real News and Information, 570-KLIF, KLIF.com. Neil Spray's eGardens, it's my free electronic newsletter from my computer to your email. Thursdays, a little after 6 p.m., about 6.02 is when mine comes each week. We have about 77,000 people subscribed to eGardens now. We'd like to have you as well. It's grown slowly and steadily over the years, and uh, this is the only advertising it gets. So I'd love to have you there. If you'd like to see what it looks like, go to neilsperry.com, click on the eGardens tab, scroll down just beyond the sign-up information. You can see the last 
issue of eGardens, the September 30 issue. Now, you'll find always a, a story uh, entitled Gardening This Weekend, and that's where I point out the things that you need to get done in the next three or four days for that weekend. You'll also find a featured plant of the week, and you'll find a featured question of the week. These are things that I've been uh, asked about or that uh, I've talked about repeatedly in that time period. Niels Ferry's eGardens, free and always will be, but you have to sign up for it at neilsperry.com. And let me tell you one other thing. I will never use your sign-up to spam you with anything. When you sign up, you're not going to get some kind of kickback offering you all kinds of wealth and <laughs> anything, anything. We never use that email list for anything other than eGardens. I never give it or sell it to anybody. It's just for eGardens. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. Let's talk just a moment today about tree placement in your landscape. You want that shade tree to be ample distance from structures. Many trees get very large, so large trees like pecans and oaks and Chinese pistachios need to be 20 or 25 feet from the house. Larger houses, two-story houses, the tree needs to be 25 feet out. That's going to cut down on foundation repairs and also roof repairs or extensive pruning. You need to have ample room from other trees. Know how large the trees will grow. Make sure they don't crowd one another. You need to make sure the tree is placed so you'll get shade from evening or morning sun. And it needs to be out of line with all other structures. You want it to look like it grew naturally there, not like it's in some contrived placement. Away from centers of spaces. It needs to be visible so it'll give a good focal point. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Right, sir, thank you very, very much. And let me tell you right now about the great people at Ace Hardware. You know that Ace sponsored this entire uh, hour, and they sponsored last hour. You know all that. And that's very important that you know that because that, it's important to me. They pay the, the big bill, and uh, they are my very uh, dear friends. I'm making it my goal this year to get around to every one of the 30 Ace Hardware stores, and that's quite a job because they go far and wide from the northwest corner of the Metroplex to the southeast corner of the Metroplex. That's a big route. Those delivery trucks that take things to Ace Hardware, that's a big route, and I'm trying to do that. But uh, here's my point. You'll find friendly people when you go in. They'll greet you. They will ask, how can we help you? And they're sincere in that. And, in fact, they may be people you already know. Uh, I have served on some committees with one of the the, the uh, salespeople at our local Ace Hardware store. And it's just kind of fun to go in and see somebody you already know from other things. So that's why you go to Ace Hardware as opposed to the big, impersonal, national box stores. This is a place where you get professional help and from helpful hardware folks. October is Fire Safety Month at Ace. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Find a great deal on First Alert 2.5-pound household fire extinguishers. Just $12.99 with your Ace Rewards card. Regular price $24.99, limit of two. Let me rephrase, let me restate that sentence. Just $12.99 with your Ace Rewards card. Regular price $24.99. The limit of two. The first alert rechargeable home fire extinguisher is ideal for use in any household location. This multi-purpose extinguisher fights wood, paper, fabric, flammable liquid, and electrical fires. Durable metal head is designed to meet demanding household requirements. If the unit is used, it can be recharged by a certified professional. It includes mounting bracket to keep it secure. There's a 10-year limited warranty. Ace stores parts of our neighborhoods. Ace the place with the helpful hardware folks. At the top and 30 minutes past the hour, we get to the bottom. Here's the bottom line of today's top stories. Excessive heat. Russian. Border wall. Our economy. Families are paying more for top of mind awareness. Real news and information 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. When people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings and durable metal roofing, but the name Mueller means so much more. 
It means you'll have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers, to help design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for 90 years, nine zero years, standing behind your warranty. It also means you get tons of added value, like roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge, designing and manufacturing new products, like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-MUELLER. 3553 or stop by one of their 33 locations. MuellerInc.com. Mueller means more. Hi, I'm Dee from Justin Ace Hardware in Justin. Come see us in the Garden Center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dee. I went to see Dee this week. My wife and I did. We had a wonderful visit, and that's a great garden center she's done. If you take eGardens, you got to see her, and you got to see her garden center and some of her plants. Let's go to Pat and Dennison. Pat, this is Neil. Good afternoon. How are you today? <laughs> well, thank you. How can I help? Uh, I need to do some re-landscaping. I had a, a large uh, Iliagus, and the weather got it, and it's on the corner of the house. And um, it sort of is on the corner that you come into the entryway. And so I thought I would like to get a holly uh, or something, you know, that would look nice there. Because I wasn't pleased. I was wanting to take the Iliag nest out anyway. Okay. All right. How tall and how wide do you want it to grow? um, Well, I'd like to keep it probably at least eight feet or under somewhere in that range and it can okay. be fairly wide because that Ily Agnes was probably six foot or eight foot wide anyway sure. it was a huge thing. the best the best hollies in that size range um i have i have two that will get there and could go beyond but could be kept easily at eight feet i think um Depending on what other plants you have and what would look best to your eye, I would look at Oakland holly as okay. a uh, as a starting point. It is a more deliberate grower, and it tends to be a little bit more upright, which would be nice on a corner. So Oakland or oak leaf, either one, they are they are so similar that many of us think that they're the same plant. But uh, anyway, Oakland or oak leaf. Um, I think oak leaf may be the more common of the two. Uh, and then the other one that uh, would be maybe a little bit taller would be uh, uh, willow leaf holly or needlepoint. That one okay. definitely does have two names, and it's the same plant. Now it okay. will get it will get wider, and it will get taller. I have one I've had forty years, and it is uh, ten feet tall, but I've never trimmed the top of it at all, and so it wouldn't have to be that tall. Um, and it's uh, it it it's in the size range that you're talking about it could easily be trimmed and kept in bounds of what you want if you absolutely said i don't own any pruning shears i don't ever want to own pruning shears and i don't want it to go past eight feet then i would say dwarf burford holly but it is painfully slow to watch them grow to be six or eight feet tall i I don't want to recommend that because i think you'd be bored on the either side of this every agnes i had um, burford hollies so, All right, then I would definitely go with Oakland because it has a bigger leaf and a different look. Good. That sounds good. Well, And nearby that, uh, this is sort of in the same area, I put one of the teddy bear... Um, Magnolia. Magnolias. It doesn't look real good. I mean, it's healthy. It blooms and everything. Um, it is probably about six to seven foot tall now. It's been in the ground about four years can I move that? I'm not real pleased with where I have it. Well, if you're not happy, it needs to serve you and your needs. And if you're not happy with it, yes, you need to move it. Uh, whether it survives or not, uh, you know, I, I, I can't promise you. That depends yeah. on how carefully you can get it moved. But if it's not doing what you need it to do, then yes, you need to need to change it. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're thank welcome you. very much. I appreciate your call. Have a great day. Let me go to Rob in Fort Worth. Rob, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. I've got probably a half dozen uh, somewhat mature, well, we're mature, uh, Afghan pines. And every one of them has pretty much died from the bottom up. And uh, most of it's happened since February, although uh, there may have been something going on before the the freeze. But uh, there's a little bit of green at the top on some of them, but uh, I think it's just a matter of time. And uh, I don't know if it's my soil or what, but uh, I I think it's time to, to... cut the cord, so to speak, on these. Uh, just looking for some opinion on Afghan pine survivability here in this area. I'm glad to hear you uh, willing to, to, to take them out if necessary. Um, I have been in this area for 51 years offering advice to people. I am not pleased with some of the advice that I have offered. Uh, Bradford pears early on I recommended because they were beautiful trees and we did not know yet how uh, brittle their their branching structure was. And so I look back at things that I wrote 45 years ago and I cringe. Uh, They were not trees that we should have been recommending, but we didn't know that. Afghan pines or Elderica pines or Mondel pines, it's all the same plant, uh, came into into the state, into the United States in 1976 or 77 they were brought in by a professor at new mexico state university and they're brought from afghanistan because the climate there was arid and and alkaline and and uh, the hope was that they could endure the west texas climate and and uh, fort worth is out where the west begins and so they should have been perfect and i recommended those and planted some and texas a&m did the same thing we all did the same thing and we soon found about five or ten years later as they got some size on them and, and uh, we had a rainy year, we began to realize we have created a disaster. This is not a tree that should be recommended. And it, it still it, there are some that are still in the process of dying 30 years later. They are on more upland sites where they didn't have the overwatering. This is not about anything you did or didn't do. Uh, this is about the fact that that tree cannot handle our climate. The cold may have had something to do with it, but I don't think so. I think the wet years that we've had, uh, the, the wet periods of a month or two with really soggy soils, I think that does more damage to Afghan pines than anything else. And so uh, I, I am totally down on this plant. Not uh, I'm really down. I am totally down on this plant, and so are all the other uh, horticulturists that I know, it should not be planted. Yeah. I understand. I, yeah, it's coincidental that you mentioned New Mexico because I brought, oh, probably as many over from New Mexico. Uh, yeah, that I bought over there. On our I trip. ended up on a on a plane flight in in the late seventies to Columbus, Ohio. Um, probably just going to see my relatives at that point with my wife or her relatives. Um, who became my relatives because of the marriage. And uh, I was sitting right beside Dr. Fred Widmire from New Mexico State, and he's the man who brought it in, and he was a rock star at that point, and he was a nice man. I mean, he he made a mistake, too. And uh, so we talked about this yeah. tree all the way up there. I thought, wow, it's a small world. Here I'm sitting beside him. But uh, <laughs> Is anyway. there any pine that is a... Uh, Not that I know of. Every pine has, has stubbed its toe that I'm aware of. I'm and, and, and the sad part is so are the cypresses because of their uh, problems with diseases, and so are the... Uh, so are a lot of the junipers. Eastern red cedar juniper is the only thing I'm left with. Man, that's a sorry dog state of affairs because there are so many beautiful plants, but Deodair cedar has has had freeze damage, and and uh, all the way through the the uh, Leyland cypress is a horrible mistake because of the yeah I made that one yeah I, I have too we've lived the same life I don't have anything all I do all I have is shame. I recommended Floritam St. Augustine. It froze the first winter. We all did from the University of Florida and A&M. I got to run. I, I'm, I'm running late on my, my program, but I, I didn't do a thing to help you, Rob, other than put my arm around your shoulder and say, hey, man, I am sorry I recommended that plant. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. Be my friend anyway. Thank you, Rob.
Okay, let me uh, do a quick ad from a book. Folks, the offer is, book is $36.95. I think you'll find it to be an outstanding gardening reference for you. I spent a year of my life writing it. If you don't think it's as, as good a book as you've ever bought on gardening in Texas, I'll buy it back from you. No questions asked. Uh, 67000 sold, not one request for refund. But I'll do that. Um, and the offer is, first one at regular price, thirty six ninety five For holiday gift giving, the second and third books sent to the same address are just $31 per book. That saves you on postage. It saves you on the books. It's a good deal for a gift. So that's my offer to you, but it's only through November 15, just because I need to spread this load out a little bit, and it's also because the post office is telling us they're not going to deliver as quickly. They didn't say, we don't think we can. They just said, we're not going to. And so that's your offer. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. I sign every copy as it sells. The only uh, way you can order it is by calling my office or, better yet, going to my website. The office number, Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. The lady who answers the phones and takes the orders at my office is uh, out a good bit right now with uh, a friend in the hospital. Uh, But uh, that's 800-752-4769. So the better way goes to my website. That's neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, Texas' premier roofing contractor, serving the whole Metroplex, all of North Texas, with the finest in roofing since 1986. This is a second-generation family business. Let me give you their contact information right up front here. Phone number is 972-562-5788. Website is wbroofing.com. I hope that you'll contact them if you have any inkling of an idea that you have a roof problem. They'll come out and do an inspection of your roof, no charge, no obligation. They'll be looking to see if there's any kind of damage to the the shingles, uh, to the valleys, to the the flashing, to anything. And if there is, they will take photos of it to document it and show you. If there's any kind of damage done by a storm, they have the documentation of where the where the hail came through and what date they have they have weather maps and dates and time stamps and all kinds of it's it's amazing they will help you they are just great have your roof inspected before claim periods expire on insurance before you sell your home and before you change your insurance carrier Wortham Brothers roof inspection is absolutely free and without obligation. They are the only company that we've let on our roof in many, many, many years. They are the company that replaced our roof four years ago. Proud to recommend them to you. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. I'm David Agnew with Traeger Woodfire Grills. You can see them at all North Texas Ace Hardware stores. Ace is the place with Traeger Grills and the helpful hardware folks. They don't make them any better than uh, than Traeger Grills, and they don't make sales reps any better than David Agnew. Thank you, David. And they don't make pastors any better than Pastor Tommy Brummett from the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. Tommy, how are you? God bless you for kind words. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to fill that church up for us, Tommy. This is our church. <laughs> it is. It is. Yes, indeed. It's good to hear your voice. Before uh, before he came to McKinney, Tommy was pastor in uh, in in Decatur, and we happened to be in Decatur. My wife said when, when we found that the place that we were going to go on Monday night was not open on Mondays, she said, well, how about Sweetie Pies? And so that's where she. I took my Sweetie Pie to Sweetie Pies. 
And, uh, you know, every time we go to Decatur, Tommy, it just feels like I'm, I'm going into a, an old Western movie. It's a beautiful city and friendly people. I love that, love that town. I used to serve it when I was with the extension service and I don't think it's changed a whole lot. It's, it's moving in. The city's moving in, but I love Decatur. It's a beautiful place. One of the prettiest courthouses in the state of Texas. I sent you my photo. I agree with you completely. So you you have a new church. We have a new church that we helped build from the First United Methodist Church of McKinney to spread the gospel of the Methodist Church to Melissa. Please tell us what consecrating a church is all about. So when when you build a building and you get to the place where you're occupying it and using it for worship, uh, it's traditional and customary to have a worship service where you gather and ask God's blessing and dedicate the building and the ministries of the church to the glory of God and to furthering the gospel of Jesus Christ. We did that two two Sundays ago. Our bishop came in, our district superintendent, uh, members from Melissa McKinney, uh, other Methodists from the area came in, and we had worship and gave thanks and blessed the church, and they are in that church building fully operational. They now have two uh, temporary buildings moved in where they're doing their education uh, ministries, but the sanctuary is just beautiful. If you're ever in Melissa on a Sunday, you need to stop by and worship at Melissa United Methodist Church. Pastor uh, Stacy has to just be so excited about that opportunity. She's been there in, speaking of temporary facilities, all the way through, hasn't she? Yes, she has. And she is one of our most talented uh, pastors and preachers, and uh, if you don't know Stacy, uh, you've got a treat in store. She is a blessing and a true servant of the gospel. Is is that still served from our website or sharingtheheart.org, or do they have their own website now? Well, they have their own website, uh, but but you also can connect uh, to Melissa through our website at sharingtheheart.org. Okay. All right, that's good, and that's where you can find out about our service tomorrow. I think we're going to do butterflies next week, Tommy. We're going to run out of time. Uh, SharingTheHeart.org <laughs> is, yeah, that's, that's, leave it to us. I took you off track to Decatur on this one. Um, SharingTheHeart.org is the website for the First United Methodist Church of McKinney, and, and you, can, you can tune in for live stream, which is what our family has been doing for way too long now, but it has been a, a, a wonderful bridge uh, through oh, a horrible me. time. Yes. And yes, yes. We're grateful. And we are also in person. Uh, if if that is, is what the Spirit leads you, we are we are worshiping in person. Uh, we have uh, worship services all four hours of the morning, 8, 9, 10, and 11. And uh, next Sunday we'll have the blessing of the animals is a thing we often do in October. Uh, so lots of exciting events. Uh, all the information can be found at our website, sharingtheheart.org. And, folks, the, the church is extremely active with a youth ministry and a, a new youth minister and, and just lots of wonderful activities. So I hope you will join us at First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. And I'm hearing our music behind, and Tommy and I don't dance well together, so I'll just wish him well and, and thank him for joining me. Tommy, thank you very, very much. God bless you, Neil. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Folks, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on WBAP tomorrow morning, 8 until 10. Happy gardening.